Hello and welcome to the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast, episode 23, I think we're up to. Um, you can hear this podcast now on many of the great uh, podcast providers, including uh, Google Podcasts. You can also hear it on uh, TuneIn, which means if you ask Alexa, she will help you out. Um, we can also get it on uh, different spots, Spotify um, and everything else. Anchor is my uh, big provider, and I want to thank them for doing that. As well, um, our special of the day, if you want to travel by train, train travel is apparently a very safe way to go these days. You can see great parts of the United States of America. If you book a train trip that travels in 2021 uh, with Amtrak vacations or with rail bookers around the world, I can get you an extra $100 off your fare. So there we go. So that's my special and all of that. Now we bring in Jennifer Pasquale. She's the Director of Music at the St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, and she has been around many, many places around the world to uh, play organs and do other leisure travel. So thank you for coming on board the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. Thank you, Scott. Great to see you, and I'm sorry we're not seeing each other live, but uh, look forward to that day. Yeah, that's right. It's coming sooner than we think, we hope, or at least, you know, that's what they always keep telling us. And we can, we just keep plowing through all of this. So that's now right. how did travel start with you? Was it a matter of you going with your folks, different places? or How did you get the travel bug? I got hit with the travel bug, I think, right at the end of high school, beginning of college. Uh, my very first flight was a flight to the Philippines. That's <laughs> a really long flight, you know, <laughs> for a first timer, especially. Um, but I am Filipino by, by heritage, and my dad's sister wanted to take me to the Philippines uh, to meet the rest of the cousins that I had never met before. And so we got on a plane, and several planes that would be, I guess, and made it to the Philippines. And ever since then, I've been hit with a travel bug. It's just something I love. Uh, I love learning about people, eating food, uh, learning history, seeing things, hearing things. It's, it's just um, something that I'm really passionate about. And uh, you've been able to, you've been blessed to be able to go ahead and travel uh, many times uh, accompanying choirs, um, ones that you've directed and others maybe you've participated in. Um, what's like the best uh, memory of a trip with a choir that you, you have? Uh, that's a hard one because uh, there have been a number of trips, but I think the most memorable one was, um, goodness, there are a lot. But I think it would be having to sing for the Pope in Rome, you know, the Pope, uh, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis and Pope John Paul II, now Saint, have all been to New York and you sang for one of them. Three of them, excuse me, you sang for yeah, three, three of them. Yeah, three, I, I, uh, I had the trifecta. <laughs> that's right, you sang for all three that I was involved with as well. But to go in reverse, to go where he lives, you know, that's kind of a cool thing. And so to be able to sing and know that he's present and listening, uh, that was pretty special. So um, I've done it on a number of occasions, but those seem to be really, really special. And knowing that they're listening, uh, even if they're actively speaking to other people, you know that our music is still being heard. Yeah, no, I understand that. I, I remember once years ago, uh, uh, I was part of a choir that sang at a papal audience for uh, St. Uh, John Paul II. And the thing was, it was just us and another choir of children from Bologna on the other side of the whole big, ginormous uh, 
assembly hall they built uh, for the papal audience on Wednesday. And we were just actually going ping-ponging back and forth between our songs and their songs. They only had two songs, though. We had about seven. So we would hear their songs like four or five times before uh, the the St. The Saint John Paul showed up to get, confer his blessings on us. And then we had pictures taken, which is, I think that's really also, you know, kind of nice to have a picture of you with the Pope uh, at the time. It's always a very good thing. Now, right. now you've played, do you have a count of how many different organ instruments you played around the world? I, I, I would have to sit down and go through my CV and count them, which um, <laughs> is one of the things I need to do during this pandemic is up, update it because I'm very far behind in listing concerts. But um, a number of instruments around the world, um, around the United States, and um, everywhere, not everywhere, but uh, Italy, Germany, um, Lebanon, Philippines, Spain, uh, where else? Uh, Israel, Palestine, uh, a number of places. So in each of those countries, I've played a, a handful of, of uh, instruments. Canada. <laughs> and don't forget Russia, right? Russia, yes, of course. Big country. Oh, it's, yeah. it's funny to mention that because one of those times that I was at a papal audience, and, and ping-ponging back and forth, as you would say, uh, it was ping-ponging back and forth with the cathedral uh, uh, cathedral choir from Moscow. And um, they didn't speak English, we didn't speak Russian, but the music director, who is a nun, handed me this packet, all in Russian, and you know, I just kind of tucked it away. And a, a few years later, they reached out to me. And so now I have this great relationship with them and I've traveled to Moscow to perform there at least three times <laughs> because of that. That ping-ponging. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, is there a particular organ that you've played that really, you know, tugs at your heartstrings or, or uh, you know, otherwise is real sen has sentimental value to you? Yes. Uh, I can think of two. The first one, of course, would be the bamboo organ in Manila, Philippines, in my mom's hometown of Las Piñas, where she grew up and went to church and school. And so that is um, one that is closest to my heart, even though it's so far away. Uh, it's unique. It's a bamboo organ. Uh, now, not the only one in the world. Um, the uh, organ company has built uh, a couple more, but that is the first, and that's special for 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 blood reasons. And then the um, the organ in uh, the cathedral in Italy, which the cathedral is not St. Peter's. The, that's a basilica, but the cathedral of St. John Lateran has this old instrument from the 1600s, and that's pretty special and unique too. Not very many people get to play that, so that's another special one for me. So I love all instruments. Early instruments are the two that I just listed, and there's so many grand instruments out there, but those two really are special to me. So now, do you have like an organ playing bucket list of organs you haven't played that you want to go ahead and play or are, are there are there is, is there an instrument out there that really is calling your name and you can't wait to go play it well um i know it's not possible at the moment and i've never played there is notre dame in paris i may have been there and i've heard the instrument and i know the organists but um i've not played the instrument so that would be kind of cool to be able to play that once the cathedral is rebuilt and the organ is reinstalled and um special place. And then let's see. Um, one that is not built yet is uh, Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, which I understand there are grand plans to have a grand organ there that Gaudi even envisioned having played so that it could be heard inside and outside the basilica, the cathedral. And um, 
So it could be heard into the plaza or it will be heard into the plaza as well as inside the church. And that was his dream. So that would be cool to see that happen and uh, be able to play that before I die. <laughs> yeah, well, that 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 uh, Barcelona uh, space is uh, quite an undertaking. And, uh, you know, it's still not finished. And you right. know, we'll 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 see how long it takes, because, I mean, it's a, there's a lot of intricate pieces there right. now. Um, now you you have a family. You have a husband and a daughter, and and uh, your daughter, who's not, I mean, what she's seven now, eight, eight. Okay, she just turned <laughs> eight, but she's she's traveled uh, extensively too with you because yeah. you know it's it's sort of like okay, you're coming along, and and there you go. Um, do you have a special uh, experience that you uh, remember having with her that whether she remembers or not through, through her cognitive memory that 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 really was like uh, an awesome travel moment for you? Uh, they've all been awesome travel moments. She's a great traveler. And um, her first birthday was in St. Petersburg, Russia. So that was kind of memorable. We celebrated her birthday in a complete stranger's flat. And... <laughs> So she went on my first Russian tour with us. It was so cold, but it was really great, really cute. But she most loves cruises, you know, that unlimited, unlimited ice cream and um, being able to get on the boat and see things and come back to your own room, which is still there floating with you. Um, but uh, I think one cool one was spending New Year's Eve on a boat and being at the pool deck and everybody celebrating together in the big party horn from the, the boat going off. That was pretty cool. And she really liked that. <laughs> now, now I, I think I remember you saying once that she was actually the only child on a cruise, even though it wasn't, you know, an adult only, obviously, cruise. Um, how, I mean, how, how is how is like the only child on the cruise treated by A, the other passengers and B, the crew? Right. Um, it was special. I, I'm not sure if she was the only one. She might have been one one of two or three, but it was, um, I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head now, but she's pretty treated pretty special. Um, uh, sometimes some of the older folks would love to like, hey, how are you? Because, you know, they miss their grandchildren. Um, and then also to the crew members are really spectacular. We, we cruise on Holland America, which happens to be a lot of um, Filipino and Indonesian uh, uh, staff members and the Filipinos just go gaga after her because, you know, a lot of them are overseas Filipino workers and um, they work abroad or in this case on the water to be able to send home for their families and they really miss their children. And so they really are really great and affectionate towards her because they miss their own child. No, I understand that. And uh, like I say, cr cruising is definitely a, a, a great option uh, for families and a great option to see, you know, many different places in the world. And uh, and then if you want, you can go ahead and explore them more fully on a land trip sometime later. Ha have right. you done that where you've gone on a cruise and say, I really need to go back to this place and then went back to the place and explored it further? Um, we have not done that. And I agree with you completely. It's kind of like a tease. You get on this boat and you get to go to one port for one day and it's really not enough. And anywhere you go, almost everywhere, you just need more than one day to just really experience the culture and the cuisine and wake up the next morning in the land. That's, that's kind of a cool thing. So I wish we had more time, but you know, when you work, you're, you're so limited with your time and how you can spread out your vacations. <laughs> no, it's true. Now, um, now this would be a time of year that you would actually be traveling a lot because it's after Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's obviously a big deal when you're a music director at a cathedral. And it's before Easter, 
which is obviously a big deal because you're a music director at a cathedral. But this year, you haven't been able to travel so much. I mean, has 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 that really has that gotten to you in any way, or 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 what have you done differently now that you're not traveling that you would have? you know, maybe done differently if you were traveling. Yeah, I really miss travel. This is the longest period of time that I've not been on a plane since I was living at home with my parents. Um, three years ago to this day, I was in Beirut, Lebanon. And I'm, you know, you go back on your Facebook and you look at pictures that remind you of things. And I, I really miss travel. What am I doing differently? Well, my house is cleaner. <laughs> My Christmas tree is down. The Christmas tree is down. There you go. Down. Three years later, we have finally taken the Christmas tree down. There's I no hope it was an artificial tree. It, it took not traveling to take down our. It is. It is an artificial tree. We took it down. Yeah, because it, it was a natural tree for three years. Oh my gosh! I could no, only... no, no. <laughs> um, I was able to do two concerts, uh, and I drove to both of those. So one was to Massachusetts, and I took my daughter with me. Um, and we were able to stay in a hotel room overnight, took my one Lysol, three-year-old Lysol can and sprayed down the room before we went in. Uh, uh, so we did that. That was kind of cool, just a road trip. And then my second trip was to Maine, uh, Portland, just past Portland, in a, a basilica call, called uh, St. Peter and Paul in Lewiston, celebrating their 150th anniversary, uh, and stayed in Lewiston. And that was cool too, to just be able to spend a few days with people other than my, my family and my church and be able to make music and meet people, eat food and see things. And I got to see a couple of lighthouses on the drive down. And so that was kind of fun. Yeah, that yeah, you have to kind of find your way. I, I know with, the, with my family well, in August, we went to uh, a local ranch. They, it's, it's called the Rocking Horse Ranch. It's about an hour from where I live. And uh, they have uh, horses, and they have all kinds of activities, and and yeah, the the protocols were met and exceeded. When I think that's the the big thing is you you have to be in a position where you're going somewhere. If you're go if you're going to travel now to go somewhere where it is met or exceeded, but obviously the you know the the you know concert series aren't happening, and and other things aren't happening, and and meetings you might go to aren't happening. So right. you know you're just going to be on the old Zoom thing or whatever whatever vehicle you use. Um, so now, is there anything that um, intrinsically uh, that you really would hope that you could travel or you would want to travel to sometime in the future that uh, you haven't gone yet? Uh, and uh, what's what's the attraction for you? I would go anywhere in the world in a heartbeat. <laughs> so you put me on a plane, you just have any any destination I'll go. But some places, I've never been to South America, so I would love to go there. Um, I haven't had a reason. I almost went, I think, for a festival, but for some reason it didn't work out. The dates didn't work out. So I'd love to go there, whether it's for professional or leisure reasons. Um, explore more of Africa. The only city that our, my husband and I went to was Tunisia, and that was on a cruise, but I would love to see more of the, of the country, just because I never have done it. Um, one of those polar cruises like Antarctica or something, you get to see the penguins. That would be kind of cool as well. Um, but I always love Asia because of, of my Asian blood and would really love to go back to Southeast Asia or even go travel further north than that and, and visit, see some countries that I've never been to before and experience the cuisine. I'd love to do that. 
I think I think you know you you keep mentioning the cuisine. I think I think getting food that's authentic. No, authentic authenticity in travel. I really believe centers around food and drink. Yes. I think more than anything else because not only is it just the eating and drinking part, it's all the socializing part that goes along with it. And that and that really you know and you get to really meet people in their element when when there's a food or or drink you know thing happening is there is there anything specific is there is, is there a specific food that you know you as soon as you hear that 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 food name draws you to a memory of, of uh, somewhere you travel <laughs> um gosh there's so much food and i i love food uh, i love travel and then food in that order <laughs> um goodness everywhere has great food but i would have to say that the cuisine of Southeast Asia, Vietnamese, Thai, uh, the Philippines, all that food is just so awesome. It's got this nice spice to it and you smell it and you taste it and you automatically know that you're in Southeast Asia. <laughs> well, that's true. There, 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 there are plenty, there's plenty to recommend there. there. There's no doubt. Well, I really appreciate you uh, coming on board and talking with us about your travel experiences. I know you're very busy even with the kind of truncated schedules that uh, are occurring now. And uh, I'm sure that uh, your, your life is uh, sort of upside down on its head for a bit. But uh, hopefully this too will pass. We know it will. And, uh, and we, I look forward to coming down to the big house and seeing you there in person soon. And uh, obviously, I uh, look forward to uh, you know making more music with you, and uh, maybe we can travel together at some point. <laughs> you know that that probably be a very good thing, because um, if it's about food and, and stuff like that, you know I'm in. So there you have it. So I thank you so much, Jennifer Pasquale, uh, with us today on the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. Mm -hmm. I just want to let everyone know again, hundred dollars off any train travel you might want to do with Amtrak Vacations or Railbookers and check me out on all the different platforms you can hear me on as well as the youtube channel right here everyone have a great day and we'll check you out next time on the broadcast